This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. With fans almost as fierce as their players... The Griffin Park Hive is buzzing once again for another season. The bees are ready to attack and swarm the opposition. It's the Brentford Fan Show on Love Sport. Yeah, good evening. This is Love Sport Radio with Besotted. Uh, well, kind of one pincer. Pincer, just yeah, it's more like a crab with one pincer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. One, one, one arm, yeah. one leg, one pincer of uh, of Besotted. Dave Lane is in the building with me. Good evening, David. Good evening. Good to you? have you with us, mate. Good to have you with us. Um, thanks for joining us, Billy. Uh, the B is, isn't with us. He's, he's uh, um, doing the RAC. He's he's, uh, he's kind of scrabbling around for recovery at the moment. <laughs> well, if he calls us in, we could potentially diagnose the issue for him. You know, I'm, I'm pretty good with just those. Buying your car, I think, is a diagnosis. Is that uh, yeah. is it one of them ones? Yeah. Is it? Oh, fair enough. Uh, yeah, looking back at the uh, the weekend's result, um, disappointing for for Brentford going down by. Two goals to one uh, home to Middlesbrough. Alan Judge picking up a goal in the 75th minute, but goals from Jordan Hugill and Tavernier. Uh, Marcus Tavernier giving uh, Barra the win. Was it rugby? From Tony Pulis, no, it wasn't as ba- it wasn't as bad as it has been. If I'm honest with you, um, it was it was Groundhog Day by Brentford. We we played okay. Um, we didn't we didn't we didn't sort of roll over. We were we weren't kind of like you know we did we didn't seem to be like just waiting for the the sucker goal. We actually took the game to to Borough for for quite a while. But you know we went in level at the break it was just two again two goals in 10 minutes like we we do these 10 minute spells where we just capitulate you know it it seems that all of a sudden the other team realized that we're not going to score and then they up their game a little bit and they put the the ball into the mixer the one that catches out every time that was for the second goal really the header um yeah it was, it was just galling really i mean we, we rallied a bit i mean fair play to alan judge when we saw alan judge's name on the team sheet in the pub beforehand we kind of went 
ah, Judgy, really? You know, love him to bits, but, yeah. you know, he's he's kind of, on, well, I mean this with the best intentions, he's kind of like the past. He's certainly not the one we're going to build our team around Slowing going forward. Down, yeah, but, he, you know, fair play to him. He put in a shift and he scored a goal. You know, they switched off. You know, for for from from a corner, there the defender that was was like the widest to the to um to uh to um the, you know the the corner taker was was like he just looked the wrong way and then all of a sudden the ball was played in quickly and then judges he's, he's taken his moment but uh you know yeah we we need changes ahead of the Sheffield United's visit tomorrow that's quite clear um, playing Odebajo out of position now it looks like Rico Henry's fit. We we pl- it looks like we could start to be playing people in their right strongest positions again, which you know it, it, it can only be a good thing. So off topic, but I read a tweet that Odebarja had to leave the pitch. He did, yes. I think he had to um, go and call. It was a call of nature. <laughs> Yeah, so well, it's probably better he did leave the pitch. Yeah, than he didn't, more, more you know than I mean? likely, especially with a white shorts at home. On <laughs> should, we, should we move on? Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Five defeats and six. Yeah, it's not looking pretty, which would be the same as Moses' shorts, probably. Um, yeah, it's 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 starting to become a problem, and uh, you know we kind of we kind of like regrouped in the pub after the game on Saturday, and we said you know when. When do when do the alarm bells properly start to ring? You know, Thomas Frank, five defeats in six games. Is he inspiring you? No. Um, Is I've, he inspiring I, the masses? No, I don't, I don't think so. No, he's he's. Uh, I, I, it's, it does seem a little bit premature to start start sort of questioning his future. But if I'm if if I'm putting my hand up and being 100 percent honest, I've got to say that I don't think he's the right fit for the head coach's job. And I think you know if we if we don't win tomorrow night, um, or if we lose tomorrow and we lose at West Brom next Monday, you know that's that's eight defeats in nine. You've you've got to be a little bit of a miracle worker to to not get to to keep your job in those circumstances. Um, but we you know we said that the 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 way the, the setup at Brentford is he he may not be judged on results. It's he's he's judged on lots of other things. But it, some of his team selections, I think. Uh, I wouldn't say the dodgy, but he seems to have his favourites, and there's there's a couple of players that seem to um, have, have been, in, you know, really really strong. Um, uh, Josh De Silva, I think, will start tomorrow. I think you know yeah. it'd be mad if he doesn't start him. He's, he's, he's someone that really gets the ball in the middle of the park and he drives forward. He's he's causing problems. He's scaring defenders, and we're not getting we're not getting that scary. Attacking play from 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 Canos at the moment, and you know Ben Rama is, is still injured, um, uh, and then Ollie Watkins apparently he's back in full-time training today whether tomorrow night comes a little bit too early from him I, th- I think it probably will be but you know it's at, we're we're at our most dangerous when we when we attack 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 and the other you know the opponents they they they're like style rabbits so how stopped. big a miss is Ryan Woods yeah you, you we're always gonna we're gonna miss him all day long um he, he's he's quality you know the Brentford meerkat he 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 always he dropped deep he he always picked the ball up. He found space. He, he was a quality player. You're always going to miss him. Um, but I don't think we were ever going to keep him. It's one of those catch twenty two situations. You know, he he wanted a you know he just had a kid and he wanted to move nearer to his house 
in Staffordshire and Stoke came in. Um, I still, you know, obviously a lot of fans are still perplexed with this kind of loan deal, but it's, you know, it's, it's a it's a transfer for 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 you know for all intents and purposes. Um, so that will be, that, I assume that will be clarified in in January. But January is a big window for us. We, you know, um, I think Thomas Frank said in the last forty eight hours that he doesn't expect a lot of movement in uh, in in January. But I kind of think that that's a bit of a mistake. That that would suggest that we're right in the season off. Yeah, and that would be a massive, massive, massive disappointment. That leads, well, you you never know. Promotion at the last season of Griffin Park could be. Something special, couldn't it? It seems to be a little bit of a pipe dream now. You know, it seemed to be a, re- a reality the first five, six games, but now we're, we're drifting. You know, we're not looking over our shoulder, fearing the worst. Don't know. Don't get me wrong. There's, there's no panic there, but you know, it, it, it has it's, it's more metamorphosized from from a bright butterfly into uh, a bit of a brown manky moth. Do, do, do the board need to back him though? I think they will. Yeah, I mean he's been there. He's been there, you know, a couple of three years, and uh, they obviously like what he's done on the training pitch at Jersey Road. Yeah, I don't think he's under pressure um, f- f- for that. I, th- I think they've obviously, you know, been impressed by the way he's taken day-to-day training and the, um, his coaching methods and his, some of his tactical awareness and how he, um, with Dean Smith, would sit on the, you know, stand on the touchline when things weren't going right and. And they would sometimes conjure conjure something out of nothing. Uh, it, now he's you know he's head honcho. It does seem that it's not it's not quite. I working. just I just don't get the right vibe from him. Watching some of his pressers, watching you know, listen to the interviews and whatnot. I just don't feel convinced by him. And you know, people talk about coaches and and you know, look at someone like Paul Clement. You know, always the bridesmaid, never the bride. And when he does become the bride, it just doesn't really work out with him. Yeah. Went to Swansea, went to Derby as well. You know, a, a Derby are a really good club to go to in the championship. Got money, uh, and the owner, the owner sacked him. Swansea got sacked. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets sat from Reading as well, you know, because he's really, really, really important. It's always an element of looking at it and going, you know what, there's those who, who, who stick the cones out, but those who direct them to tell them where to go, you know, through what, what cones effectively to be, you know, to be fair um, to the DOF so I think, I think they did have to give him the job you know he'd come from Bromby they'd they, he, he had some calibre he had some pedigree um, so he hadn't sat there for, for two or three years for just to be the number three yeah. or number two so when the when the role came I think it was right to give it to him and it, it, it might he might be able to pull he might be able to pull it out of the bag but you know I've seen I've seen enough in my in my footballing uh, footballing career to know sometimes when things aren't going to work and you know, my spidey senses are that it's, it's not going to yeah I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. We got plenty, we uh, plenty on we the way. See. Yeah, let's talk, uh, Borough. And what we're going to do is we're going to uh, take a short pause and hear from uh, both Brentford and Middlesbrough fans following that defeat at Griffin Park on Saturday. That comes next. This is Love Sport. Love Sport. I work for AspokesmanSaid.com. We can help you save money on your home insurance. All you need to do is visit AspokesmanSaid.com and find out if we can find you a better deal. It's the Brian Moore Show with the Pitbull and James Greyhound Grey. 
experts found that men subconsciously like women with similar eye and hair colour to their mothers, while women will choose a man with similar eyes and hair to their father, providing that he was around during childhood. That is apparently scientific evidence. Brian's having to go through various different well, matrices Well, I can say is I pity my daughters, that's all I can say. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Brian Moore Show with the Pitbull and James Greyhound Grey. Join the pack weekdays from 3pm on Love Sport. This is Love Sport. Very predictable. Again, a, a bigger, stronger team uh, and the usual 10-minute collapse that we've had now. We, I mean, we had it at Arsenal, which was different, but we've had it at Preston, QPR and today. In fact, they're the same players that 10 weeks ago were touted to be favourites to go up and now don't look like they can sort of you know, keep a clean sheet if their life depended on it and we seem to be giving teams like a massive head start no matter how good the team is we're just too clever in the football that we want to play let's uh, let's concentrate on on playing on playing basic football well which Borough do I mean it is basic football and Borough well and it transfers into results and that's what you need to do to then get into a position where then you can start to play some of the fancy stuff but it's, it's been quite a long time since you've taken anything more than one point off Middlesbrough I realise that but um, I do think we deserve deserve the three points today although at half time it was not a lot had happened action wise we scored the two goals which we were delighted at and then when you pull the goal back it was, it was really sort of fingernails in mouth time for quite some time because it was a long time left in the game um, I, I, I thought we did deserve it I thought we edged it really and took the chances didn't we but um, um, it was well it it was a relief for us to get three points away from home again as well. But up until the point when the substitutes came on, a lot of possession without maybe creating too much. And then you started to um, pose us a, a, a few problems. We, we do like to sit deep and, uh, and, and, and everyone's very, very disciplined. Everyone knows the rules. It was a shock to us to concede a goal like that because we can sit on two, two goal leads and, and sort of uh, ride the storm or whatever. Um, but yes, it, it, towards the end, you did look a lot more dangerous. We, we will uh, we'll organise our way into a playoff position. I think that's the way it will go for us. And uh, we must be frustrating to play against and to, and, and to watch as, an, as a home fan, in your case, uh, because we just don't play very nice football, but we get a job done. Um, and it's, you know, it's not poetry by any stretch of the imagination what we do. And that was a classic case today. We were, you know, we weren't great in the first half. We weren't that good in the second, but we had a 10 minute spell where we were all over it and we killed the game. And that's what we do. They play really, really lovely football as they have done for years and years. They play short, passing, attacking, exciting, nice football that's very, very pleasing to watch. But unfortunately, the championship is not always an arena for football like that strangely conversely if you went up you would do well because you'd get time to play the football that you play you've always been like that since the sort of well, the recent years of the Brentford revolution you've played football like that and alas the championship isn't always a place an arena in which to play nice football and so I think you'll be fine you'll stay up I've no doubt about that but you know 
you would expect more from Brentford you'd expect a playoff place really from from what you've got but let's not talk about the manager just yet um, but you know, talking about the results the results aren't good enough at the moment are they and um, today's another one of those games where we did alright we played okay nothing special and we've again lost to a team that I didn't really think looked better than us but we keep seem to come on you know, coming unstuck against teams who seem to be either more experienced or more wily or clever and we're losing games that we really shouldn't be losing and at some point it needs to stop we didn't deserve to lose overall I don't think but two shots two goals where do we go we're looking down the table now rather than up which is always is one big concern definitely for me um but it's finding out why we're down there. Is there a lack of the management direction? Is it a lack of leadership on the pitch maybe as well? I think we've got good players on there, but we've had some injuries as well and there's some people missing today. Is it too broken? I don't know. Maybe it's just statistical. Maybe it's just unlucky. I can't pin my finger on it at the moment. really can't. A lot of people scratching their heads around uh, around the Brentford area. Mm. Um Again, you know, one thing I, 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 I had to sit up and realise today is that this one started under Dean Smith, you know, in terms of the, the winless streak and whatnot. You know, the, the, the negativity started under Dean Smith. It isn't exactly Thomas Frank's fault. Has he taken over a club in the best position or the worst position? Because you listen to some managers and, and they'll sit there and go, you know what, it's always better to take on a club that's on, on you know, on a slump or on the floor because, you know, effectively... You got nothing to lose. You get beat, you get beat. You win, and you know you could be onto something. And then it's a slow burner where you can build up. If you're taking on a club on a high and and, and you lose a game, everyone's gonna be like, oh, "What's going on here?" So what I'm trying to gauge is is with Thomas Frank, has he taken on a club at the right time or the wrong time? It's a tough one. It's a really tough one. So it's a really good question. It's a really tough one to answer because he, there's been no bounce. Okay, so he's nothing. Nothing's fundamentally got any worse, but nothing really's got any better. Uh, we're still playing decent football. We're consistent. We, we've we've not we've not changed. We've not got desperate. We we're not panicking as as a, as a team. You know, you you, you see them um, on on Saturday, and and even at, well, first half of QPR QPR was was poor. Um, but Saturday they they're, they're still. Playing for each other, there, there, there's a, there's a, there's a, you know, a, a progression there. Their, their passing is accurate. Uh, they're, they're trying to do the right things, and most of the game, most, most of the first half, um, it, it was looking all right. Um, but it's just if we don't, if we don't create the chances, we don't take the chances. There seems to be a seed of doubt that's sown, and then we, we, do, we don't start making the right. This, you know, as soon as we go behind at the moment, we look like we're a beaten team, and that that has to change. Are we starting to pick up the flaws of the moneyball system? I don't think so. No, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go as far as to say that there's anything fundamentally wrong with with um, the, the system overall. I think that's you know people are always going to say that. And that's that's always been my, my my fear is if the longer this goes on, the longer this run goes on without a win, and it looks like we can't buy one at the moment. The first thing to say is, you know, the first thing a lot of people start saying is, you know, is the system broken? Because it's, it's, this is the first season I would say that the um, the wider world has kind of sat. 
sat up and taken notice of us and kind of a, a, a been a little bit understanding of of, of the good football. Um, it's not little old Brentford anymore. It's this, you know, th- th- there's a bigger story to Brentford this season. It's, it's the first time that that's bitten, and it's a, it's a, it's very ironic and it's and it's really galling that um, at the moment we're just playing really good football but can't win. Um, and that's not to make excuses, um, but I I, th- I think we've seen these runs under under Dean Smith before where we've gone you know we've gone 10 12 games where we, we haven't won and then all of a sudden we go 10 or 12 games when we can't lose um and, and that's what we're kind of pinning pinning our flag on we're hoping that's going to happen again um history seems to have been cyclical in that respect and you know we we can only hope that we win tomorrow and that gets us off on a run but i you know equally you can see us losing tomorrow still they're, they're, they're not exactly in, in amazing form either, Chris Wilder, but you just, uh, Chris Wilder, Sheffield United, but you just, you just seem to think that Chris Wilder, uh, as a man, he, he, he seems to have the, the ruling over this Sheffield United team. It's very much his team. It's very much a case of, you know, he knows what he's doing with them. He knows where he's going with them. Um, if I was a betting man, I, I'd probably go with them because I just look at them and, and I think to myself, you know, I reckon he can grind out a result. I mean, with Thomas Frank again, unfortunately, I don't think he's been in the job long enough to to to, to define and you know look at whether he can draw a result playing good football and attractive football and free flowing football, as opposed to you know route one long ball and and let's hit and hope. I think Wilder can do that. He's a very experienced campaign in this division, and I think we've got to look at Frank as well. You know, he's managed at, at Bromby, but. The football league is a, is a cool mistress sometimes. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't sort of, I'm not questioning anything you've just said there. You know, as a betting person, you you would suspect that you know Brentford are are, are underdogs tomorrow, and we I've just put a, a poll up on Besotted um, less than an hour ago. Um, 97 votes at the moment. It'll probably go up to 500 before kickoff tomorrow. An, another defeat for Brentford. 51% think that. A point under the lights. 18%, and then only 31% of Brentford fans at the moment there's 201 votes sorry at the moment only 31% think we're going to win so you know there's not a lot of, it's not a lot of confidence there and they're, they're savvy they're savvy voters you know we've we, we've been there before we, we know what's likely so you know and although as you said Sheffield United are on a brilliant run they've only won one, one in six as well so you know that's it, it does say a draw but Wilder push comes to shove he can he can grind one out. He hundred percent can. Nine twenty two. This is Love Sport. Ready on the back of this, going to be talking to Bob Booker. Love Sport five five eight a.m. In a world full of United, Cities, Rovers, there's only one Hotspur. The official Tottenham Hotspur membership, One Hotspur, is now on sale to new members. Gain access to ticket priority windows, receive a gift pack and plenty more Spurs benefits. Tottenham Hotspur, it's your club. Make it official. Sign up today at TottenhamHotspur.com 
slash join. As spokesmansaid.com is a leading price comparison website that allows you to compare every energy tariff on the market in seconds. We have more deals than any other comparison website offering energy prices and our impartial independent switching service is free of charge. Nearly 50% of UK households have switched bills and there are hundreds to be saved. Visit aspokesmansaid.com and make sure you have the best energy deal in place before winter arrives. As recommended in The Guardian, The Times and The Sun, aspokesmansaid.com. Are you frustrated by your job and looking for a new opportunity? At SEHBAC, we are currently looking for talented and driven sales consultants to join our award-winning teams in the southeast. If you have experience selling windows, doors and conservatories, we want to hear from you. With a fantastic range of benefits and full training provided, SEHBAC has the job that's right for you. For more details or to get in touch, visit SEHBAC.com. You could make the main dealer's day by paying over the odds. Or you could go to Big Motoring World and save a fortune on up to 2,000 pre-owned BMWs, Mercedes, Audis and VWs in stock. Then with the money you saved, put a smile on your face with a cheeky weekend away for two. Give yourself a break at Big Motoring World. Just minutes from the M25. See bigmotoringworld.co.uk. Measles and whooping cough are on the rise. Vaccinations can help prevent them. Are your child's up to date? Find out more. Search NHS vaccinations. 558 AM. Love sport. I'm just going to send this little message out to our producer tonight. Pads, when you have a bit of time, go and search this track up on YouTube. Watch the music video. How young does Dave Lane look? I mean, genuinely. Selling, what, selling, selling fanzines, were you? Yeah. Yeah, you, you look you look very young, mate. It was only three years ago. It was only three years ago? Cheeky, cheeky monkey. <laughs> <laughs> look v- very handsome, I must admit. Uh, let's talk now to... Um, to uh, certain Mr. Bob Booker made plenty of appearances uh, for Brentford and um, Bob we're talking about Thomas Frank we're talking about the start he's had to to life as head coach of uh, of Brentford um, naturally the form guide isn't sort of you know reflecting well it, 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 it is is not going to lie but it may not be reflecting what, what, what Thomas Frank thinks and what other people inside the club uh, believe you know he's doing in terms of his work what do you think of, of the start he's made? Well it was always going to be a difficult one I mean I found myself in that situation at Brighton uh, when I was asked to take over as only caretaker manager I know Thomas Frank has been put up and it was always going to be that you know when uh, when Dean finally moved on but, uh, you know, the, the, the position in the league doesn't lie. Uh, it's been a difficult start for him. A very young team. Uh, and it's always difficult, you know, once he's the coach and he's sort of in the background and the manager's taking the lead and now he's up the front there, some of the players might see him as, a, you know, in a different role and, and getting his information through where before he was the coach and he was the assistant. It's a very different situation when he's now head honcho and he's calling all the shots. So he's waiting for some responses from certain players. Uh, as I say, it's a young team. Yeah, he's been working with it, you know, looking at the two centre-halves, you know, they're both 21 years old. It's it's a big ask for some of them, so he's, uh, and he's had a lot of injuries, so it's been a difficult start for him, but, uh, you know, one that he's got to grab hold of and, and keep pushing the team up the league. Hi, Bob. It's uh, Dave here. How you doing, mate? 
Hello, Dave. How are you doing? Okay. Yeah, really good. Thank you very much. Yeah, really good. Yeah, good to hear from you. Yeah, you too. Um, so, you know, we, we obviously we're talking about Frank and his, you know, this this kind of really snotty run of the results that's going on. Do, I mean, as, as a as a sort of you know um, a, 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 a really experienced pro and someone that's had, had to take over the reins, do you what, what, what do you do? Do you just stick to your guns? Do you stick to your principles? How, how many games? Do you, do you give it until you, st- you start considering sort of a different approach to, to how you set yourselves up? Well, sometimes by the time you want to change it, you're out of the door. That's the problem. Uh, I, think he's got, I think he's got to stick with it, as I say, with the young team. You know, stick with the system. You know, it was working under Dean. Dean was that lead and the players looked up, looked up to him. But now he's, you know, he probably doesn't want to change things too much. Although, having said that, if, as the results go on, he might have to change it and put his own personal mark on it. Because, you know, even as a, when I was assistant manager, he didn't always agree with the manager. You know, he wasn't a yes man. You had to give your thoughts on a system, on a change of play, on a substitution. And sometimes, and a lot of times, you know, the managers would listen to me and, and do that. Sometimes it would work, sometimes it wouldn't. But uh, he's really got to be his own man and the rest of his staff have got to really help him and give their opinion, not just go along with him for what he's thinking. So he'll be calling on the rest of his staff to really help him as well. So it's a difficult task for him, it really is. As, as, as fans, it's, it's really quite difficult to gauge sometimes because, you know, we don't we don't know him as a, as a personality. We don't, we don't mm. obviously, we've never spent time with him on the training ground. We don't know whether he's a shouter. We don't, you know, f- from from all I've heard and from, from all I've seen of him, he seems to be a very calm, very measured, very kind of yeah. understated guy, which is, seems to be the Brentford way. But it, it Sometimes you need just you need a little bit of a fear factor from from you know we, you you want some of these better players to kind of feel that they're they're placing the teams under threat you know whether you know it's, again it's, it's hard for us to judge but we, we've been waiting for a reaction and it's it's just not it's not come so far. And sometimes like like I say, looking at that 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 youth that youth squad that he's got, you know, there's no real. There's not a real lot, a big leader in there, is there? There's not a real leader that's going to grab some of these younger players and say, come on, this is what I want you to do now, and, and grab them by the scruff of the neck and start pushing them and pointing fingers and things like that. And if, if the players aren't doing that in the dressing room and, and we don't know whether the manager is or not, then you, you've got a problem on your hands. So, as I say, it was always going to be a difficult one. And, you know, I think I think the club done the right thing in the position they were to bring, bring him forward, which I think was always going to happen when Dean went. Yes, do you bring in another name? But it's not always about a name. You know, look at the likes of Dean has now gone to Aston Villa, which is fantastic. Chrissy Wilder at Sheffield United. You know, why can't these young managers that have done the groundwork at the lower league clubs, the Halifax and Northampton, Oxfords and, and uh, uh, things like that, you know, why shouldn't they have a go at uh, the championship and then on to the premiership? So I think it's very encouraging uh, that you give these young managers a chance. And you know, someone that knows Chris Wilder very well, like yourself, you know, it, 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 he's going to kind of relish the opportunity of coming to Griffin Park tomorrow. I, I would imagine because he must be out. He, he must be sniffing a, sniffing three points there. Well, you'd think so, but I don't. You know, they haven't travelled well in the last three away games. I don't think. I don't think they've had a, a win in the last three away games, and it's not. A, it's not a fantastic ground for for Sheffield United in recent years. So, you know, but what with Brentford's record at the moment, with you know haven't won, I think, something like the last 11. It makes for an interesting game. Yes, Brentford will need them points just to get up that league a little bit. You know, I think if Sheffield, win, Sheffield United win tomorrow, they can push themselves up to, to third place. So there's big points to be had tomorrow night. So it makes for an interesting one. And Chris will be really G'd up for this one. And, you know, like I said, I know him well. I lived with him when I was a player. And he's done a fantastic job at the Blades at the moment. So, uh, 
a little bit indifferent for results at them at the moment, but they are, you know, they, they need to start travelling away and picking points up. We were we were having a little bit of a reminisce earlier, um, back back to the you know some of some of the great great Sheffield United night games. Remember there was a there was a game back in the late seventies under the floodlights where Dougie Alder got sent off. There was a massive massive fight in the Dougie Alder. There's a name from the park. in the dugouts. Yeah, it, it started off with Mickey Spate and and Dougie Alder going toe to toe, and then it spilled into the dugouts, and then I think both I think both of them got sent off. It was a, it was a, one of those kind of cult moments that no one who was around will ever. <laughs> ever forget I think that was just oh, it might be in a season just before your time yeah. but but um, but you know you, don't, you, we miss, don't we miss them days <laughs> well, kind of yeah I mean we don't we, we, I miss the smell of Raljex mate I don't, don't get there anymore <laughs> <laughs> so what's your prediction tomorrow mate oh that's a difficult one my heart's in both clubs isn't it you know massive part of my life both clubs uh, so I just want to see a real decent game of football and I'm sure it will it's set up for an interesting one as I say with the way that both teams need need points really you know both parts of the table so uh, I'll probably go for a 3-3 three, three score draw and I'll be happy oh, then or something we'll like that, that uh, alright <laughs> cheers mate I'll yeah. see you soon yeah thank cheers, you uh, thank you for joining so, us uh, Bob, yeah, Bob Booker down the club shop tomorrow night no, club shop, go and buy Bob's book tomorrow. There you go. Lovely make sure, you, uh, make sure you go and grab it. Bob Booker, the uh, former Brentford midfielder, with us on Love Sport Radio. 9.32, we'll take a short pause. This is Love Sport. Ian Stone's Comedy Breakfast on Love Sport. What I like about Messi more than anything else is, and what makes him relatable is, you think back to when you're a kid, he plays like he's playing in the playground. That's what he plays like. You know, in the playground, you'd do the, you'd try the stupidest things. You'd try to beat five players. All of that, all the stuff that you dream about, you do in the playground. He, he, he has does. Got, he has and that's that why thing. I love him. That's Would why you I love let him sleep with your daughters? It's Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. I mean, what a question to ask a yeah. father. But I'd let him stay over. I haven't got a daughter, right? But let's just say I did. I'd let no, him you stay wouldn't. over. If you had I a daughter, would. you would not. Trust me. Lino, Lino, you got a game. <laughs> Lino. I'm just saying, I, I think, if, you know what, maybe, I don't know. I'd let him sleep with my sons then, if that's what he likes. I wouldn't mind. Weekdays from 6.30am. We've all got one, and we're not afraid to put it on display. Our opinions, that is. Share yours now at Love Sport Radio on Twitter or call us 0208 70 20 558. Love Sport Radio, your fan station. We're Bell and Sperling. Listen to our comedy countdown at kickoff every Saturday from midday to 2 30. It's bonkers. It's crazy. That's no, mental. It's all about geezers. No, it's all about football. We've got Posh Boy, our sidekick. He does all the stats for the team news. Oh, he won't like sidekick. Might he? No. Oh, he's a geezer. No, he's very posh. Oh, we're geezers. Listen to Bell and Sperling's comedy countdown at kickoff every Saturday, midday at 2 30 on Love Sport. Love Sport. 558 AM. Yeah, uh, if you're paying way too much for energy bills and insurance, you could be saving hundreds of pounds simply by shopping around. Find out just how much you could save by heading to a spokesmanset.com. Search for the cheapest deals on your energy bills and the best value for your home, car and travel insurance. Don't take our word for it. There's hundreds of a spokesman said customers who save big. Brian from Derbyshire save £400 on his energy bills. Jim from Glasgow, whopping £600. Kurt from Surrey saved over £300 on his home insurance. And Tony from Northampton saved a massive £2,800 pounds on his energy bills don't pay the price for not shopping around visit a spokesman said.com and you could be saving money on your bills in time for christmas um 
Do they do um, car recovery as well? No, I don't. Well, well, you, we'll have to ask. Uh, we'll have to ask a little bit later on. But um, let's look at some of the other uh, games that took place in the Championship of the weekend. By the way, Burnley have grabbed one back. Sam Vokes uh, with the goal for them. Burnley won Newcastle two. They've just restarted for the second half. There, um, a couple of late, late sort of goals in, in games. Leeds uh, pushing to a two-nil defeat at Bristol City. Bristol City aren't in very good form seen a lot of uh, Bristol City fans Robins fans just complaining about Lee Johnson how long does he have long, like, left there yeah you do you do have to worry for him there's a couple of times I mean, they had a really good season last year in, in the cup and stuff but I, I, I think their league form is, is really erratic he's, he's, a, he's a you know he's a good Good young manager. Um, I, I hope I hope he lasts there because it seems there seems to be building something. That, you know, he's got he's got he, when they were, when they were playing well when he had them you know on you know on the front foot they they looked a decent team. Um, but again, probably not that man to take them to the next level. Um, and, but it's really difficult to gauge who is sometimes. You know, you know, you know, you've got Eddie Howe there, mm. uh, Bournemouth. You know, sometimes you think, well, you know, is it a you know a big name? Would he have been? Would he have been the more obvious choice? But sometimes, if you just if you let people, you know, um, make a couple of mistakes in yeah. the job and learn in the job, sometimes it does come right. Uh, Preston battering Blackburn by four goals to one. They've completely turned around their, their start of the season four. They were shocking at the start of the campaign. Was, they were, but they were knocking in some goals when we found out when we went up to Deepdale. You know, we lost 4-3. It was a close game in the end, but that it seems like every team in this division seems to be able to put together a little run and we started off okay ourselves and then we again can't buy a win at the moment we just got to hope that that next run happens soon because everyone everyone else seems to be able to win and we've forgotten how to and what, what, what about the league leaders Norwich City Norwich City 4-1 away at Swansea is that a false position result I mean we we lost narrowly to them we lost 1-0 up at Carrow Road and you know we we could have got a point there Um, I I wouldn't say it's you know they've they've got the armoury there to hurt um, on on their day Um, and obviously you know again they didn't start off brilliantly so um, you know I I still think it's a really, really tight division. I don't yeah. think it, there's no golfing class there. There's not one team like there was last year that was better than everyone else. You know, there was no, there's no Wolves that were head and shoulders above. Leeds for all the hype, they're 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 falling away a little bit. Um, it, there's there's no one I don't think that's too big for this division at the moment. Credible point for QPR at Stoke. They're into ninth. Yep. He's done a he's done a brilliant job. Crazy, you know. We we can we can mock them and we can be big rivals to them, but you've got to tip your hat. You know, Steve McLaren has he's, he's looking he's looked down two barrels of a shotgun and he's and he's flipped it around. And he was mocked. Let's be fair. He, he people people thought he was a, he was a dead man walking. Let's be fair. After hopefully, that hopefully that form will come back soon. <laughs> That's, it's not very nice, Dave. That's not very nice. I'm not. <laughs> uh, elsewhere, uh, Derby picking up three points, going under the radar again. Away at Sheffield Wednesday. Uh, in fact, was it Sheffield Wednesday? Yes, it was Sheffield Wednesday. Um, sitting to six. I mean, because it's Frank Lampard, he's been given a bit of just extra yeah. leeway. Uh, 
up and down. They're all up and down. You know, the, 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 I don't think you can many of these many, many of these fixtures. There's there's no there's no clear patterns emerging. And you know, and for Brentford's stakes, just literally looking at it from purely selfish reasons, we need everyone else to be dropping points against each other. We don't need any kind of breakaway. We're ten points away from the playoffs at the moment. Um, that seems a long way away, but we know you know five or six games of you know of, of really positive results. We're right back in it. But as I say, it seems an awful long way away as we stand. Yeah, it certainly does. Uh, taking a look at some of the fixtures tomorrow night as well, Leeds taking on Reading. I just wonder when Reading are going to push uh, uh, Paul Clement because they they they, they part a company with their director of football last week or their their GM. Um, and uh, yeah, it's something really fishy going on there. Hull versus Notch. Hull really struggling down the uh, down the bottom. Yeah, they, they they look favourites for the drop with Reading. I'd, I'd say, um, and you know Rotherham as well. They're 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 you know not not favourites, but they they came back and they grabbed a grabbed a point against Sheffield United last gasp. So, you know, it, it showed that Sheffield United are vulnerable too. Um, so we just need to we need to play really high tempo. There's no there's no slacking tomorrow night. And uh, looking ahead to Wednesday, a few interesting fixtures: Villa versus uh, Forest, uh, Ipswich, who have really, really, really struggled. Uh, they take on Bristol City, Millwall, Birmingham, Swansea, West Brom is going to be a good one. Stoke Derby as well. Stoke Derby, yeah, it's a, it's a, the it's Gary Rowett Derby. <laughs> Gary Rowett Derby. I mean, we're we're up at we're up at West Brom on Monday night, so we're we're obviously very, very uh, concerned that you know they they've got the they've got the potential to take us apart on on their on their day. So. But they're not in brilliant form, so you know nothing. We're not we're not going there, sort of you know, fearing necessarily to get get a spanking. Yeah, certainly. I'll tell you what. Let's take a short pause, and uh, we're going to be talking to Ben Humphreys next. He's from the Travelling Blades, and he'll be giving us an opposition view. Five five eight a.m. Love sport. Do you wear glasses? Think you're paying too much for your glasses? Yeah. Want to try them out before you buy? Then go direct to Glasses Direct and get two pairs of new glasses with lenses from just £19. And with our free home trial, you can test drive them on friends and family before you buy. It's that easy. So, for your new glasses, you should go direct to glassesdirect.co.uk. New customers only, delivery 395. Conditions and exclusions apply. See website for details. Can you believe over 50% of UK households have yet to visit a price comparison website and save on their bills? Are you one of those people? Because you must be crazy. Literally, you can save hundreds of pounds in just a matter of minutes. Visit aspokesmansaid.com now and see how much money you can save. That's visit aspokesmansaid.com now. Aspokesmansaid.com. Fighting for you, saving you money. Divorce law proceedings can be frustrating and even seem unfair, especially if you command a high income, or you own a business, or if you're a man. Men with assets and children depend on their divorce lawyers. It's important to hire a lawyer that has the right skills. Cordell & Cordell works to help men protect their financial assets and the future role they play in their children's lives. Call 0330 6060 161 or visit cordellcordell.co.uk. 
a partner men can count on. Sometimes you don't have the answers to all of life's questions, but My Dilemma can help. What's the best pub for away fans? What restaurant should I go to for a first date? Where's the best place for a city break? My Dilemma is the new app where you can ask the really important or fun questions and get the answers you need. Just post your question, present the options, and the other users will help you find the solution to your dilemma. My Dilemma, a problem shared is a problem solved. Download for free from the App Store. The Novotel London Blackfriars, the official hotel partner of Love Sport. Located just minutes away from the city and London's famous South Bank. You can kick back and taste the flavours of the world at the Jamboree Bar and Grill and enjoy all the sights of London in style. The Novotel London Blackfriars. Love Sport. The Opposition View on Love Sport. Let's get the opposition view now from uh, Ben Humphreys. He's part of the Travelling Blades. Uh, ben, let's hope you've, uh, you're have you unlike Billy and you, you've got no car problems tomorrow on your journey down to London. Good evening. How are you, pal? Yeah, not too bad. Thanks. You all right, mate? Yeah. Hi, Ben. How you doing, mate? Stay. Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. Good to have you on with us, pal. Um, Cheers. Thanks let's, for having me. Uh, well, always a pleasure. Um, look, you're not in great form. Brentford aren't in great form. Um, how is this one going to go down? Are we looking at someone like Chris Wilder just, just using his experience and, and his nous in the division over over someone like Thomas Frank? Well, I think uh, what I've noticed since Wilder's come in is because uh, we had an awful performance on Saturday that we usually bounce back really well from poor performances. So I'm expecting United to go with this absolutely hammer and tong. Um also, um, a few squad changes. Um, so it, it's going to be interesting because we've had quite a nailed-on first team, so I don't know if that'll disrupt the chemistry. Um, but I think we will go out at least, you know, we're straight out the blocks, um, high tempo. But I also expect that um, Brentford, especially um, with you guys being at home, you'll also play, you know, quite um, on the, you know, positive football, um, attacking on the forefront, you know, taking the game to us as well. So I think it'll be quite open, um, which I think will suit us more than, say, the last couple of games we've had. Yeah, I mean, it's really got all the ingredients for a you know a classic under the under the lights tomorrow. Yeah. I'm I'm really looking forward to it. But you yeah. know, you, given how how close you went to the playoffs last season, expectations must have been fairly high this year. Um, you didn't start brilliantly, but you've really grown. No. You've really grown some momentum. What what's the vibe like in the you know with the Blades fans at the moment? Um, it's interesting because we didn't have the best start, but then I think. As soon as we got our first win, we strung like a really good um, set of results together that saw us go top. And then I think um, then we went to Derby, and then uh, we sort of got caught out there. And then since then, it sort of um, it sort of like took the momentum out of us. So it's a bit frustrating because at, at the minute we're all a bit frustrated, especially because the last two games we've had, what both been local derbies. Um, uh, where we've been, we've come away disappointed, but for different reasons. What with the Wednesday game, where we had about seventy percent possession and couldn't score, and we, you know, and then um, on a very different level on Saturday, we scraped a draw against Rotherham. Who, no, no disrespect to Rotherham, on paper we should be beaten. Um, so even though we've had, and I mean, I think we're like fifth. You know, we're in a good position in the league, and we've had like a good start to the season, which is better than I think most of us expected. Um, I thought we'd, I think we all thought it'd be a bit harder this year, um, but it, we were all just a little bit. It sort of 
a weird sense among us now. We're all like sort of frustrated, and no one really ever wants to get annoyed at the players or the manager because of the great, you know, um, how well we've been doing, and you know, the last couple of years, how great they've been. So we're always a bit more patient now. But you know, there's been a few questions about over the last few weeks over uh, Wilder substitutions, especially on Saturday, that you know many say cost us the game. But he's sort of weird at the minute. We're sort of like frustrated, but. We know that eventually, you know, it should come good. It should come good again. So, I mean, you talk about being patient. You've you've had to you've had to be that over the last sort of you know uh, half a dozen half a dozen years or so. You were in the yeah. you know, league league one, struggling to to get out. I mean, we 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 were kind of um, relieved, obviously, to get out. And you know, once you're in the championship, it, it seems kind of easier to stay there than it is to get out of league one. You must be yeah. really you must be really confident and, and buoyed by the fact that you've got promoted and you've held your own um sometimes you know you don't it's you know you you don't really want to get carried too carried away with yourselves uh no i mean when we first came up um it was like we played every game especially in the first part of the season um like it was like a a cup final or you know as if we traveled to like man city away you know we played every game as the underdog which suited us to be honest um whereas like this season because we'd um um, at least in the first part of last season, set like a really good precedent for ourselves. We're thinking, right, we've no longer got that status as just our, the um, you know, fresh up from League One underdogs, you know, are going to give you a rugged game. We think we've got a sort of, we've sort of changed the type of championship team we are within a couple of months. So now teams, rather than us going to teams um, looking for an upset, people are coming to Bramall Lane sitting back and trying to frustrate us so within only one season it's almost like being back in League One again where rather than like Berry and Rochdale coming to Bramall Lane to frustrate us it's now um, like Sheffield Wednesday and Stoke um, so that's why we thought this year would be harder because first year when you first, your first season you're thinking stay up and then we actually surprise ourselves and the rest of the league a little bit um, whereas now we've already like like when you look at all the media everyone you know Sky and that talk about Sheffield United as one of the promotion one of the promotion favorites so we've already become one of the you know the bigger teams in the championship you know in terms of, well, not just in size but into the, actually in getting results um so now within a very short amount of time our um targets have changed and and who are we looking at as a key man from sheffield united uh tomorrow night, Paul? um i'd say i'd have to say mark duff he didn't have the greatest game well no one did apart from dean henderson on saturday um, but I think with, when we don't play Duffy, we are very toothless because um, we've got so we've got a great midfield. Well, most of the time we have a great midfield um, with likes of Fleck and Norwood. Um, you know, can like ping it around thirty yards. Whereas Duffy won't do that. But what he'll do, he'll just um, just his movement on and off the ball um, makes it quite awkward for the opposition team to defend against. And he might not play the longest passes, but he'll play the the key passes that will be, you know, just a short distance through that will split open the defence and just. His movement on the ball, like we saw on Saturday, um, split Rotherham open um, quite early on. Um, so I'd say, um, I, I think Duffy will play. I know they've said the, Wilder said there will be a number of changes, but I think he will keep Duffy. So I'd say he's probably our danger man at the minute. Read an interesting um, report in the Star today up there about yeah. um, John Egan. Um, Chris Wilder believes he's, he's worth twice the four million pounds that you paid for him from from brentford in the summer eight million pounds player yeah. do, do you think he's 
putting do you think he's trying to like rub salt into the Brentford wound or do you think he's trying to put a marker down for for, for January, the January transfer window? Yeah, I think I don't think I mean Wilder's great at winding a lot of people up, but I don't think he's got any bad blood with um, Brentford. Um uh, it's probably just saying because it's relevant because playing you guys. But I think because a lot of our well, we have got a very um, low budget squad. I mean, John Egan was on record signing um, of four million. When if, you know, if you look at the other teams in the Championship, the the amount they're spending on players, um, their wage bills are much higher. So I think um, I think he's just trying to say. And also, I think we got a little bit underdone with um, Bournemouth buying Brooks. Um, mm. You know, I think we sold him for much less than we could have done. So I think while it's probably trying to change, like. Um, you know, maybe it's like a bit of like a nudge to the owners, like our mentality about, you know, how much our players are actually worth. Um, because, I mean, even though we bought them for cheap, it's not like they're just, oh, they're playing out of their skins for cheap players. They've actually, you know, they consistently play at this level. So they're actually worth now um, much more than they were. Because I remember when we signed Egan, um, we saw a few Brentford fans, um, I'm not sure what your thoughts were, saying that, oh, he's not that good, really. He's not worth four mil. As if... Um, you know, we'd been ripped off. But the first couple of games, it was a bit rusty, but now he's really settled in and he's, you know, one of the first names on the team sheet. So I think it's just wild. That I think it's like um, giving a nod to Egan about how well he's played as well and just like the, the actual value of the squad overall. So he, he didn't start off brilliantly. I, I remember seeing he got dog's abuse when in the first first couple of yeah. games. But, yeah. you know, Jack O'Connell was another one that's got, you know, Brentford uh, Brentford, uh, Brentford past. He, yeah. He's turned into an absolute legend. Do you, do you see do you see Egan going the same way? Do you, do you, has he got the same kind of um, potential Maybe there? not as much because I think... We play well with three central defenders, and Egan's the well plays in the centre. Whereas uh, you've got Bash as your right centre back, and um, O'Connell's your left centre back, and both of them. But I think the thing that one of the reasons O'Connell is a legend is because they're quite unorthodox. He ends up playing like a wing back or even a winger at times, overlapping runs, surging into the box that has led one of the reasons we got out of League One in the manner we did. Um, it was a great asset last season. It's been good for this season. Whereas Egan, he's not that kind of player. So when you, I think when it, with O'Connor, you'll see him like, but do a great tackle, a great clearing header, and then like play a through ball through to a striker all within like ten minutes, or you know overlap with the wing back. Whereas Egan's was... not that kind of player. So. He might not. He might not earn that status as quick, but he could end up being the new Chris Morgan. End up being, you know, a cult hero in that sense. It's funny up at Bramwell Lane last week because I mean, obviously Jack O'Connell. He, he was a. He had a bit of a bit part at, at Brentford. He was, you know, he didn't really yeah. get an opportunity. And we we walked up and there was like scarves with his name on. It was just like amazing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, ever since well, we had the, um, you know, we give him the, um, you know, they say oh, uh, the magic heart chant. And then I remember it was um, I wasn't actually there, but MK Don's away. I think a fan um, threw him a hat out, and then it's obviously if you throw a brick at him, he'll let it back. And then someone actually threw a sponge brick onto the pitch, and Sharp picked it up, threw it to me, headed it. So it's just little things like that really connected with the fans. Brilliant. And um, I think it's just like the fact that it ends up going from being like a solid centre back, you know, like Chris Morgan was for us, to the next minute playing like. Uh, it, um, so it's, it's quite unorthodox for us, but just when you see like someone of his stature just running up the pitch and just um, dribbling past the um, opposition defenders like they're not there, and then playing in a really good pass, it's um, quite surreal. I think that's one of the reasons he's become like from a cult hero to you know 
become a cult hero in such a short amount of time. Ben, let's have a quick score prediction from you, pal. Oh, I never want to. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to wall. I never predict a blades win. I'd never do it. So Just I like think de- a, I'd draw, a draw all round. Bob, Bobby Booker says three all. You say two all. So a high scoring <laughs> draw. <laughs> We'll, yeah, yeah. We'll go It'll for that. Game. See, you, yeah. see you tomorrow night, mate. Please uh, do, do do drive carefully, mate. Get down here safe. Uh, ben Humphreys there from the Travelling Blades. Thank you Thanks, so mate. much uh, for joining us. Um, how good is John Brooks, by the way? You know the player that they they, they they're raving about him, aren't they? You know, he's, he seems to uh, have taken to the Premier League like a duck to water. It's uh, it's, it's great. John Brooks, I said David Brooks. John Brooks is actually a, a, an American centre half. Is he? Yeah, plays for he played for Hertha. John Brooks, do you know John no. Brooks? Really good American footballer. Well, no, no, he plays for Wolfsburg. Jo- Johnny now. Brooks played for Brentford. Jo- no, John Brooks plays <laughs> uh, plays for, for Wolfsburg now. Uh, went for a twenty million euro move uh, to to Wolfsburg in in twenty seventeen. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse you. Yeah. So we we, we I think we're going to take we're going to take a break now, and then we're going to come back. Or we're going to no no we're we're we're, we're nearly done. We're, nearly, we're done. nearly done. Well, yeah. in that case, I need to tell you about the great big news today. Lloyd Awusu has confirmed that he will be at the besotted Pride of West London Christmas Social, which takes place on the twenty first of December at the Fuller's Brewery. You go onto besotted.com, you'll see the banners there. The tickets will go like hotcakes. We've got Lloyd Awusu and Darren Powell. I bet. Billy is buzzing for that. He is. He's probably stuck in, Co- stuck in his of car somewhere. Because I know, I know he yeah, loves no, Lloyd. Lloydie and Darren Powell, they, they, they're going to make a really good partnership together. They did. They were good teammates. And, um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to getting them back down. We're going to get lots of mm. these other, other Brentford players. I think Terry Evans is going to come down. Bob Taylor's going to come down. There's other players that are going to be there on the night. So um, get the tickets while they're hot. They're Don't worry. I got my email this morning. Yeah? Oh, you're invited, are you? I, I, I think oh, so. I need a word. <laughs> you're invited last time you're always welcome you there know you that. go you know that. there you go it's your Brentford Fan Show on Love Sport Radio with Be Sotted I'm back Thursday night uh, where we talk all things Spurs following uh, their tie in the Champions League Bubba Watson's in tomorrow and Wednesday do join him for your London Football Fan Shows coming up this week Palace we've got a bit of Millwall Friday night as well Thursday uh, a bit of Spurs is going to be big it's going to be a bit what a, what a result by the what way result, yeah. what a result uh, and uh, a big performance from Song Hume Men. I'm really looking forward to that one with last word on Spurs catch you Thursday come on you beats away days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for McDonald's maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. 
you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.